Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. And today we have a very, very, very special guest with us. So special. So special. She's uh, the composer of our of our theme music. Um, she's a talented, brilliant, wonderful friend of ours. Please welcome Busy Hempel. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here because we're, this is we're happy to have you. an entertaining have show. Um, <laughs> I also, I know that uh, I didn't have to. I did go on a search for some uh, yes. advice questions from some local rags. Oh, my God. Busy. Where are you based out Please. of right now when we say local? Albuquerque. Oh, do Ugh, you, would yes. you would you like to start us off? Oh, um, yeah, sure. Please. I can go. Do it. Okay. So first of all, it was kind of a quest. Um, mm-hmm. I thought there would be more advice columns in local rags, but most of them are syndications. So I guess that makes sense. But I was really hoping to yeah. like, you know, find something. Um, um, but one of the first things that came up when I was researching this was there is a letter to the editor in the Santa Fe New Mexican about how. Dear Annie, which is the Ann Landers Mm -hmm. um, column, gives some lame advice. And that's just Mm -hmm. the literal words in the title is, Dear Annie gives some lame advice. And it's... Wow. (laughs) So, like, people have feelings about advice columns in New Mexico, clearly. Uh, But the... So the only one I could find is uh, in a Albuquerque publication called The Weekly Alibi. And it's an advice column called Sex and the Burke, which is written by a local drag queen named Chastity oh. Beltoff. This sounds awesome. wonderful. I'm gay, but I'm not a cliche. I don't have a lot of shoes. <laughs> However, I have, no lie, enough shirts to wear a different one every single day and not repeat for at least a year and a half. Okay. Whoa. I do thin the herd occasionally, uh-huh. but I end up buying more shirts anyway. Okay. So my issue is... I have actually broken my closet at my old residence once <laughs> in my current place twice. Sure. Naturally. The, uh-huh. weight, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the weight on the closet pole was just too much. I'll be moving mm-hmm. to a new place soon. Uh, my moves are unrelated to my closet issues. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, do you have any advice on how to reinforce so closets or make them so- more sturdy? <laughs> I have so much advice for this person. Do I you? I just love that the question was like, I do. do I have an addiction? But it was like, how do I make my closet sturdier? Right. Like, actually, I'm not going to change at all. This totally works for me. And it sh- It like absolutely works for me, too. So by all means, like, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how do I, how do I like technically solve this problem? Which is funny. You could just go to the like, you could go to the hardware store and be like, how do, how do I solve I this problem? I think there are entire um, companies that specialize in this. I pass a California Closets all the time. Isn't that their jam? Yes, store Isn't, solutions. I imagine California Closets deal with people saying, I'm gay, but not a cliche, all the fucking time. I also imagine <laughs> that they deal with people who have been using their closets as pull-up bars. Like, I, right. I imagine working right. at California Closets is basically like being a therapist. 
this to me feels more like a book collection. Like I feel like there's mm. opportunities here to engage guests, to like use it as art. Um, mm. So I would say like, you know, like, you know how in head shops and like t-shirt shops, there'll be that kind of like metal grid on a wall. And then you can just like hang up shirts and like whatever from it. Like, I think that this person, they should install that in a, on a prominent wall in their home so they can also, this will be fun for you. You can like go through the collection. You can like pull out highlights. You can like make themed displays based That's on true. the time of year. Like it yeah. just seems like you, what you need to do is like, you. if this is this important to you and it sounds like it is because you have over 500 shirts. Good math, um, Steph. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, well, you-, you know, two years is 700 shirts, right? About so. Um, Once I think again, you good math, like, Steph. Thank you. I'm mental math champion of Clatsop County, 1993. Is this, um, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, f- oh yeah, totally. Um, Matt <laughs> loves to remind me of it whenever I say something stupid. Lean into it. Yeah. Make a thing of it. Make art. Make art. Design your home around it. Like just, yeah, also reinforce, pull up bars. Perfect example of like bars that are intended to like yes. hold this much mm. stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. One time I was walking through Williamsburg uh, around 2 a.m. and there was a lot of scaffolding on the sidewalk and I couldn't get past because there was a man doing pull-ups from the scaffolding and <laughs> I and uh-huh. I roll my and I rolled my eyes and sort of like ugged with exasperation and his response was what it's healthy which is the correct response <laughs> at 2 a.m. when you're also dodging like drunk 22 year olds and vomit on the street like he was so right my judgment yeah. was completely uncalled for by all means, sir, con- continue to pull up. I imagine that who whoever designs scaffolding could also be somebody to contact about how to create oh. a closet that can withstand yeah. that many shirts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. grid structures, you know, grid structures are strong. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I, my, my, uh, no pun intended, but like my idea was so just in the box or in the in the closet um <laughs> oh i forgot to tell you what the sign-off name was it was oh, out please. of the broken closet oh um but i was like oh my god marie kondo that shit and i know that that's such a boring answer but i was like i don't think i don't know if you love every single one of those shirts i don't mm. and yeah. i just like and i know whatever there's a lot of issues with marie kondo around class blah 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 i i know I get it. Um, And I also like have a very hard time buying things and like spending money. So I Mm -hmm. am all about those critiques of her. But also Mm -hmm. I have done it. And she says this thing in her book where she's like, once you have found all of the things you love and gotten, you know, and let the other things go to a new home, you will find magically that you actually have all of the room you need for all of your things. And it's true, you guys. It's true. We didn't tell you, Busy, but this show is vehemently anti-Marie Kondo. We believe that (laughs) that finding joy can only happen through listening to this show. So by all means... So you're going to have to hang up. So by all means, (laughs) start start hoarding, but press play before you do. Indeed. I also just think that, like, you know, critiques of Marie Kondo side, which are all very valid, this person owns over 500 shirts. Right. Even if this person Marie Kondoed their shirts, they're still going to own 300. And that's still going to be a lot of stress on on the shirts. It's a lot of shirts. You're right. That's true. It doesn't actually solve the structural problems of 
the closet. Yeah. Okay, so this is, I think, the compromise, maybe. I say, you know, build the structures for some interior decoration. Mm-hmm. Like, decorate as much as possible, fill the closet, and then everything else has to go. Like, those that you didn't want to prominently display have to go. Those that you, like, don't, mm. that don't sort of make the rack. Like, this might be one way to both get down to 300. Yeah. Mm, and mm, also, mm, like, make make maximum use of the space. I think it's going to have to be a multi-pronged solution because it yeah. sounds like a very complicated yeah. problem. Yeah, I like that. I like that yeah. compromise. I think it's yeah. good. Um, I would like to read you this. Mm. Um, syndicated Dear Abby column. Here we go. We have an adult relative who seems to feel it is appropriate to color a picture out of a coloring book in lieu of a gift or money for graduations, weddings, etc. She also seeks approval from everyone at these events to comment on how beautiful it is, to praise her for her coloring ability and how much time it took. We're getting tired. (laughs) We are getting tired of coloring book pictures as gifts. How can we get her to stop? Signed, Miffed in Minnesota. Miffed in Minnesota. (laughs) I think we broke busy. You okay, busy? It's just... Do you have a relative that that sends you... Coloring, coloring books. Yeah, do you relate? Yeah. I just, I think, God, I just, it just really tickles me. Because, like, it's pretty good. Especially the part of, like, she expects to be praised for the amount of time that is. And my initial, like, on hearing this, I'm like, is she pranking them all? Because that's my thought. It's like, she's actually done this elaborate joke and is waiting for somebody to call her out. And nobody's calling her out at all. So she's like, all right, I'll just keep coloring pages out of books. And like, maybe making my... Yeah, make my make my demands more and more. Like, did you notice I I do the coloring book? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, man. I love it. See, my feel like, think... like you. I feel like how how dare you judge art? I once went to Dia Beacon <laughs> and and wept over a pile of sand that was an installation piece. I like became so emotional that one of the museum guards had to ask me to move away from the pile of sand. So like, who are you to say, caller, like, you know, what what is and isn't good art? Or good gift. <laughs> or good gifts. <laughs> or like, just come like on. Gift. You can't, like, yeah, we all get bad gifts. You know, like so many people give terrible gifts. I love gifts. this. Yeah, I but I love these terrible gifts. These terrible gifts are so much better than like sweaters that don't fit. Like yes. this is so good. Then a bath. This is bomb. such a good story. Yeah. Um I'm so into this. <laughs> I think the next move is to send her like it is to draw something and send it to her to color in. Like I see no reason mm. not to like to further encourage and engage, engage this. Yeah. Is yeah. that the gift that they should be getting for her? Oh right, I know. Is she? Yeah, for Wait, sure. Wait, what? Yeah, they should be That's getting her. That's the gift books. they should be getting for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a it's a positive cycle. Well, what is the biggest issue that they have? Well, it's an adult, so that seems to be a problem for them. I think like I don't think out. they'd yeah. have an issue if it was a child, and right. then that she seeks approval on yeah how beautiful it is. 
Well, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of anthropology about gift giving is that it's like, it's always about reciprocation. It's never mm-hmm. just like things are given of their own free will. It's either a social right. contract or it is this like weird interpersonal contract that people have. And there's a lot of, you know, it's like, is generosity Ooh. ever really purely generous? Um, or, you know, in biology, they're like, no, it has to, animals are generous because they're trying to procreate. So right, 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 right. In, and it's, So I feel like, yeah, you always, I think whether or not you want to admit it, I think most people always want acknowledgement for gifts. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And I think that these people should give it to the adult <laughs> relative who who seems to feel it's appropriate to color a picture out of a coloring book in lieu of gifts or money for graduations, weddings, etc. Like, I actually think they should write elaborate thank you notes. Um you know, sort of like describing the artwork, like the things they notice, the things they delight in, um, like things they'd like to see more of, maybe sort of like a, you know, like a friendly critique. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why these people aren't just fucking leaning into it. I, or at the it, very least, if it does annoy you, you just like any other gift, you say, thanks. Do you think they would have an issue if she had actually drawn the picture itself? Is it the fact that it's, right. quote, just coloring it in? I, I think, think you so. put your finger on it, Busy, which is that they're just weirded out that it's an adult who's doing this. Like, they're just like, it's abnormal, and I don't like it. I like. I feel like we have to remind listeners that adult coloring books are, like, all the rage. This is right. what everybody's doing <laughs> with their time. Yeah. In, in Taos, uh, I worked at a, um, a sugar waxing place that also sold sex toys and lingerie, and one of mm. the things that we sold was a Kama Sutra coloring book. Oh, so. oh yeah. yeah. People. I was thinking that that would yeah, be something you this. could gift her, the the relative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you just you're gonna get tired of the coloring book pictures as gifts, but there's nothing you can do about it. This yeah, is not. You don't get to tell people that they should be giving you a hundred dollars money instead yeah. of a coloring right, yeah. book. <laughs> like you don't oh, get to. So the insane. problem here, I think, is like the her wanting compliments. So you either just say thank you and don't engage with it more, or you really lean into it. That's it. Right. That's it. One of two options. <laughs> Dismiss or or right. just make make it a fun time for you. Yeah. I'm just like constantly surprised like how unwilling people seem to be to just make something fun for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's just sort of like um like a lack of creativity about how to turn. So many of these situations are actually so good. And I feel like it's just like a lack of imagination that keeps caller from indulging in in that pleasure yeah. of the situation. Yeah. Um, so that, that bums me out. And I guess I'm just trying to, I just want our listeners to know, like, I don't know. There's so much to get pissed about. If you can possibly find something <laughs> funny, you might as well, you know, <laughs> you might as well. Ugh. Busy, do you have, do you have another question you wanted to bring to the table? Um, I, I, I do, um, just, it's, well, it's not that, it's not a weird question, but I think it's a very relatable question. Great. We'll so, take that. again, from, yeah. from the one advice column I could find, um, I have a serious crush on a family friend. There are so many things about him that are not the bee's knees. Let's just say his political opinions are Cheeto dust. When I'm around him, I our, catch wait, myself wait, our, looking what, what? at him. Are Cheeto dust. Cheeto dust? Cheetos is what we call our our president. Our president. Often. Like because yeah. he's orange. 
Yeah. Oh, where yeah. have I been? All right. Sorry. I do <laughs> Hit me. Hit me again. Got um, it. He's a Trump okay, supporter. Understood. I'm so <laughs> yes. sorry. I'm really yeah. fucking. They were I'm being very coy. No, they were being very coy in their description. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought I was coy savvy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all have our blind spots, and yours yeah. is that you don't call Trump Cheetos. But now you do, forever. I love that coy savvy in my mind. I just went to, oh, she knows a lot about fish. <laughs> so his political opinions are Cheeto dust. When mm. I'm around him, I catch myself looking at him and wishing he would kiss me. Ooh. I'm unsure of how he feels about me. Huh. Sometimes he's extra flirty, and sometimes mm-hmm. he's a brick wall. But he has a girlfriend, so none of that really matters. I want oh. to stop crushing on him. Help me. How do I get him off my mind? I mean, I've, I've got an easy solution, which is just like, if this guy is flirting with you, he's gross. That's like, true. He's in, a, he's in a relationship. Like, But I think it's like, the reason I, I think it's so relatable is because like I feel like we've all had crushes on people that are like terrible people. And you're like, yeah, why right. the fuck do I like this person? Right. Like your, your body is telling sucks. you. Yeah. yeah, your body is telling you, touch me. And um, this person sucks. And you're just like, this person really fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, there's really, I think, I mean, one thing that does it for me, I think because like conversation is also a turn on for me. Conversation mm-hmm. can be a real turn off. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And so like, you know, talk, talk to this person more about their political beliefs until you're thoroughly disgusted. You mm-hmm. know? Yep. Yeah. I would I would say do that. I, I like you know. stuff that most of your answers are. Just lean into it. Just keep going. Hey, don't <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> well, because what are I mean? It, I mean, the title of our first episode was like, "It'll just haunt you more." Like, I think like <laughs> turning away from this stuff isn't how you get it off your back. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to be clear, the n- name of that first episode, "Busy," was like, "It'll just haunt you more," and it was literally about a haunting. So I understand no. Steph just used that to talk about like her larger worldviews, but that statement was like actually about a like the presence of a ghost. Haunt was literal; it wasn't figurative. Yeah, Steph has um, also. Said, I mean if you're haunted, flaunt it is another thing that she has said, mm. which is now being it's on a shirt. We've put it on a shirt. We've it's on a shirt. The shirt. Yeah. Great. Yep. I yeah. am. I would wear that shirt. Right. We'll it's a Although good also one. then I'm afraid I'm going to get haunted by wearing that shirt. But I guess I should just keep flaunting it. I have a very complicated relationship it. with ghosts. So there you go. Do you? Do you? Well, oh, I think we've talked moment. about it too much. To flaunt no, it. I mean, when I <laughs> just flaunt it. Um, when I say com- it's it's not actually that complicated. I'm terrified of ghosts. I also mm-hmm. like very strongly believe in them and have mm. put up a like a very strong wall against ever seeing ghosts. And oh, okay. our friend, um, Steph, our friend Jim, he was like, "Well, don't you think mm-hmm. it's um, isn't that exciting? Like, don't you want to communicate with the other world?" And I was like, "Um, I don't know. No. It's really okay. scary." I was like, "I don't think yeah. I do." So it's not that complicated. Either. I'm just scared of them, but I definitely, totally believe in them. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Um, so yeah, talk to this guy about Cheeto dust until you can't stand him anymore. More talking, please. I think I'm I mean, like answer. I'm, f- I'm full fledged. I'm full fledged into that completely. Best yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah, find whatever it is about him that's disgusting, whether it's the fact that he clearly has no issue flirting with you, even though he's in a committed relationship, or the fact that he may be a heinous person and um, try to learn more about how terrible he is. And maybe that yeah. will make you not like him anymore. 
Oh, right. Because that's yeah. the only way I've gotten over like terrible people is like actually yes. analyzing why they're horrible. And then I'm like, oh, right. Ew. I don't know yeah. why I liked him. But then I get mad at myself. And that's a whole, you know, then we got to stop that, too. So, well, yeah, then there's dear like per- its own thing. Dear <sighs> person, yeah. don't get mad at yourself for liking this person. No, not your, but- not your fault. Your body's going to do what your body's going to do. It's OK. Brush it off like it happens. You'll you'll probably get another crush soon. Like, I'm not worried yeah. about you. Um <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. We're not worried about you at all. Not worried. Oh, no, you're great. You're great. You're fantastic. um, And you're doing wonderful things. Uh, My favorite go to conversation topic when I need to repel a crush is um, engaging them in like all the boy art that they love. Oh, God. Like, like, because there's nothing that turns me off more than finding out they've never read a book by a woman. Or oh, seen yeah, a yeah, film yeah, yeah, yeah. about women or by yeah, yeah, women. Yeah. That's so that really works for me. So you can also pull on that. Sounds like Cheeto Dust probably is in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Boy art. <sighs> <laughs> yep. So there you go. The best, the best tweet I ever saw was this woman. <laughs> Stephanie, I actually sent it to you. And it was like, don't be sad because you're broken up. Be happy because you don't have to pretend to like his art anymore. Yep, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Busy, we well, love you. Thank you so much you. for coming on the show. I'm so glad to be here. It was such a pleasure. Uh, I'll Ugh. talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you have a question that you want to bring to our attention, uh, whether it's found or whether you made it up yourself, you can reach us at dearsoandso.pizza. Our theme music is by Busy Hempo, who also was our guest on the show today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Busy. Thank you, thank you. As always, this is Dear So-and-So. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Felt better. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I like that one more. I thought, because it was good that you, you know, you're like, send us your questions. Yeah, Here's engage them. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Ugh, God. Let me ask you a question. Which is worse, bridesmaid fonts or comic sans? Or papyrus. Oh, what about papyrus? Can we throw that I'm not, into the listen, question? Listen, this is a two-way question to start. We'll, we'll once you okay, pick your answer, okay. then we'll compare it to papyrus. It's like the tournament of champions. Yeah, yeah exactly. The t- tournament rules. Okay. First up in tournament of fonts is bridesmaid font versus comic sans. And we're saying which is worse? Which, <laughs> I think the winner is the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. Winner yeah. is the okay. worst. Um, I'm going to vote Bridesmaid fonts because I think that Comic Sans have been like well repurposed in recent years years towards like the dog memes, the dog memes, etc. Like I feel mm. like Comic Sans have been redeemed recently and Bridesmaid fonts are still earnestly used in a way that deeply offends my senses. I think, yeah, I'm going to go also with Bridesmaid's fonts relatedly. um, Like Comic Sans, I feel like the way I've seen it used is primarily by middle-aged and older people in emails, Mm. which seems much more innocent than using the bridesmaids font, which is so aggressive to me. (laughs) Really? You're having so, it's so whimsical and you're having so much fun. Um, Also, fun fact about Comic Sans is that 
the uh, when they did the presentation for the Higgs boson particle, they used Comic Sans, which <gasps> was like the least serious font you can use to present wow. a really significant scientific discovery. That's I love that. incredible. That's really How good. was that error made? Like whose misstep was that? Who did it? Some boomer. <laughs> I don't know. Some boomer. Or maybe they're just, I guess they're like, science is more important than fonts. Mm-hmm.